Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, around 14,000 women in Ireland suffer a miscarriage every year. But despite this, many women still feel that there's an immense stigma surrounding discussing miscarriage, especially in the workplace. We were speaking in the last hour about people being reluctant to tell their employer that maybe they were suffering from a mental illness. Well, research carried out by LinkedIn shows that only 55% of women who have a miscarriage told their employer about it. Nearly two-thirds of Irish professionals would not discuss such fertility issues with their manager at all. And to chat to us a little bit more about this, we have Limerick Doula, Shirani Bola, in the studio with us this morning. Did I get that right, Shirani? Yeah, Shirani Bola. Shirani Bola. Yeah. Bola. yeah. Um, so, Shirani, tell, tell me your own experience. You're a Limerick Doula, and just, mm-hmm. I mean, most people now know what a doula is, but not everybody does. It's still relatively new yeah. in this part of the world. Yeah, so I'm a doula with my company called Women's Wellness Limerick. I support women prenatally going through their pregnancy. I also support them postpartum. Um, And I also support women as a doula going through miscarriage or even abortion now. Um, I think what people don't understand about pregnancy in itself is that all pregnancy releases are physiologically the same. So whether you end up with a baby, whether you end up with a loss of a child or whether you choose not to have that child, physiologically, the woman experiences the same process. So that means with miscarriage, a woman is going to experience that same postpartum period. Um, Which is typically marked by the baby blues at the very best and serious postnatal depression at the very worst. Absolutely. Uh, The baby blues at the best is absolutely right. You're very lucky if the baby blues is what you um, end up with after a very happy pregnancy, birth. You know, those hormones, they're not kidding around. They, They come in strong. And many, many women suffer, firstly, with, as you said, postpartum depression. So coupled with that, when you're suffering a miscarriage, you're dealing with in essence, the death of somebody that you already love because whatever you said about it, you've you've pictured that baby, you have that baby in your arms. You're dealing with the death of this person that you love moving through your body. That's enormous grief for a woman, enormous grief. On top of that, you have the physiological response of all the hormones shooting around the body that you would get anyway with a pregnancy release. So that is incredibly heavy even if that baby, that pregnancy wasn't wanted. So there are some women that obviously experience a miscarriage and that works better for their life. They didn't want the child, but they are still experiencing that process, that physiological response through them. And it's a lot for somebody to take and it's a lot for somebody to hide away from their workplace. And do many women work through this without telling a soul? If I go from my experience of people I know and friends, yes, they do. Yes, they do. And they carry on with their normal life and society expects them to carry on with their normal life because, as you said in the beginning, miscarriage, for some reason, in society is taboo. And it is ridiculous because it's the time when a woman, you know, our women in this country need our support. 
Is it that the fact that it is so common mm. and many women can experience miscarriage, that women are expected to just get on with it? Look, you're not the only one. And that if you make any sort of a fuss, you'll be seen as a drama queen. I mean, I definitely think that that could be an attitude that comes across. It wouldn't be an attitude that I agree with, but I definitely think so. But I think that, you know, we could say that about any grief, couldn't we? We could say that about the death of a grandparent that, you know, com that comes with being old. Everybody experienced that, but we allow those people a certain amount of grieving period. That's very true. We don't allow women that same period, even as much as... The, you know, yeah, I'm not saying, you know, point, we need yeah. a, a lot, but yeah. I'm curious because uh, I'm guessing that from the accent that you're not uh, yes. born and bred <laughs> here in Limerick. I'm not, I'm not. My partner's born and bred in Limerick and my daughter is now, so... And how long have you been here? I've been here for about six months now. And funny enough, I arrived here because I was going through a miscarriage. Really? Yeah, I came here um, pregnant and luckily... Um, my wonderful mother-in-law sort of let us stay on because I ended up experiencing miscarriage when I arrived and I had enormous support because of my job too. Obviously, I'm self-employed as a doula and a yoga teacher, so I was able to stop and I had a great family support around me and I stayed in my mother-in-law's house and I rested and I did everything you're supposed to do and I can tell you now it was still the worst time of my life you know it really was with all of that so these women that are not telling people maybe they're telling their partners maybe they're telling their family but they're not having time to stop and heal themselves have good food do all those things that everybody needs to do when you're experiencing grief when you're experiencing um you know something going on in the body everybody needs that isn't it funny though isn't it odd well not funny uh, not funny, ha ha. But I, I just think it's kind of peculiar. Maybe is a better word. <laughs> that we we live in a society in a workplace mm. that if somebody comes in and says um, they had the vomiting winter vomiting bug, mm. that or even man flu, mm -hmm. uh, even sometimes in some places, even if it's a hangover, that they'd get more sympathy. Yeah. Than yeah. if somebody said they were suffering from grief. As yeah. a result of I think a miscarriage. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think that there is, it's a societal thing. I think that we all need to look at beyond even miscarriage, you know. It is, you're, you're right, grief, fear of death. We need to look at how we deal with those things. And instead of telling people they need to shut that away, you know, go away, just get on with it, which causes enormous pain for the person you know, that person can develop all sorts of mental issues if that's the case, if they're not given the space to um, exercise anything, you know, going on like that. Uh, it's a big issue in society, I think. And we need to ask ourselves, like, why? Why are we asking people to be quiet about grief? Why are we asking people to be quiet about death? Well, you know, it's obviously a fear. And some people will say that we're not. It's just yeah. that people put that on themselves and that people don't want to share their personal information. And we have to ask why, though. People are not going to say that that's why the why is so important because, yeah, people are. That's true. You, definitely people are. There have definitely been times when, I've, when I experienced my miscarriages that I didn't want to share. But you have to say, but why didn't she want to share? It is me that's not doing it, but there's still a why, you know? 
And do you think that there can be a long-term impact for a woman who does work through, you know, continues to work and says nothing? 100%. If I go again by my own experience and the experiences of friends and colleagues, um, you know, women that I've worked for, the impact emotionally that how a mis- how a miscarriage impacts you emotionally is enormous whether or not again whether or not you wanted the pregnancy or not there is no way that that carrying around that without expressing it will not affect your relationships will not affect your work ironically the thing that they're telling you to do you know or you feel you have to do you won't be able to do as well it impacts your relationships, your close family unit, your friends. It impacts, as all grief does, your work, everything that you do. So if you don't have the time, even a little time, to work through those issues, that will, as all mental health issues will, impact you further down the line. And with grief, you don't know when these things are going to come up. Grief can stay hidden in people for such a long time and shape this person's character and we can think what a grumpy person that woman is or what a you know what this person not very nice or this and you find out down the line that this is a grief they've been carrying around for years so absolutely absolutely it will affect those women in many many ways i always think that grief is something that you can't avoid some people try to avoid 100%. it 100 percent. it finds you 100 percent. we'll catch up with you 100 percent. you're so right and is there a typical amount of time you think that a woman should take off work after miscarriage or is every situation very different? I think every situation is very different. It doesn't mean that we can't find sort of um, a amount to give that woman. You know what I mean? So we could come up with some sort of formula. But I've, obviously each experience is different. I could experience a grief in one way that you could experience very, very differently. Um And that would be, then, you know, then that woman can take some responsibility. But what we need to do is give the woman the chance to be able to find those resources. So if she had an X amount of time after this miscarriage occurred, if this was going to take her longer, if she could feel, okay, this isn't something that's going to lift within this time, she can find the resources in that time, not doing it in her lunch break, not doing it, you know, in between jobs. She can find all the resources she needs. She can put them in place so that when she is back at work, she still has a continued amount of support. We have a caller here who's got in touch with us on 46 19 95 mm. and she says, um, my mother suffered nine miscarriages. Mm. If she didn't go back to work after, she would have been out of work the whole time. She did not also feel comfortable crossing the professional line with her boss, felt it was too personal an issue, mm. so she felt she couldn't say anything whether she wanted to or not. I mean, it's heartbreaking to hear that. Mm. It's heartbreaking. What that? What, think about what that um, person's mother went through what they carried with them for probably still carrying now. It's heartbreaking. We shouldn't be, accept- we shouldn't say that that's acceptable. That's not acceptable. Yeah, I mean, if, if it had been a physical condition where she'd been forced to take the time off work, what what might have happened? You, you wonder about that and you wonder, would the employer have been sympathetic? I mean, you'd like to think that employers generally would be. Well, I mean, if it was a case of the woman being in hospital, which, you know, you mentioned the 14,000 women, half of these women do end up in hospital. So that gives um, the employer more of a, you know, light upon the subject and think, oh, well, they're in hospital, it must be bad. Then they probably would get a bit more time off or something. But you have to then ask yourselves, 
oh, are women only <laughs> deserving of this time when we're practically dying in hospital, you know? I think that's not good enough. Yeah, you mentioned as well for, you know, women who are going through termination and them suffering the same, mm. suffering the same grief. Can you imagine anybody ever admitting that to an employer in this country, particularly where... I mean, not not now, not now and not for a long time. Absolutely not. And, you know, again, you know, you mentioned, um, yeah, the, the, the grief with the termination. I'm not I'm not assuming that all women feel this grief, but there will certainly be women having terminations because, that they don't want to have. Or it, it may not even just be grief. But it the might physiological, be, yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the time there. And what about fertility issues? I mean, that, that can take an enormous toll enormous. on a woman who's going through fertility treatment. Mm-hmm. And do, they, do women discuss that with their employers? None of that is discussed. I mean, I would go so far as to say, actually, you've hit um, on a really good point because I think with fertility treatment, there's even less. There's even less than miscarriage because we kind of tend to talk about miscarriage a bit more, but fertility treatment is even more sort of hidden. And I've found that in the, even in the sort of the wellness world, which I'm in as a yoga teacher and a doula, there's very little support for women going through IVF and situations like that, which again, impact your life enormously, impact your mental health enormously. It's a tough, tough time. And there needs to be some awareness, some discussion at least first, so that these employees can understand what the issue is. And what about the fellas, okay? Uh, You know, Mm. because we often hear this as well, that when it comes to miscarriage, the mother often gets asked how she's doing, certainly by close Mm. family and friends. And fellas are just expected to get get over it. Yeah, you've said something really, really important. So um, the impact on men is just as big. And because of how men's mental health is viewed how men are supposed to be in this society these sort of strong men suck it all up which luckily is changing now but because of this sort of attitude yeah the men really get overlooked and I know from my own experience with my own family that this isn't something men can brush under the carpet number one they wanted the baby too they wanted the child too they're seeing their partner suffer enormously and they can't do anything to help it. And how that impacts on their happiness, on their mental health, it can be just as strong as it does on the women. It's such an important point that you've come up with. And as a doula as well, we often spend a lot of time concentrating on the man, even if it's for a pregnancy or postpartum, because in all of these issues, the men get overlooked. And this is an issue for man and woman, not just woman. Nobody's experiencing this by themselves, but everybody feels like they are. Yeah, and I suppose if, if the man's unhappy, then ultimately the woman's going to end up unhappy as a result absolutely, of it too. So, absolutely. so both of them need to be supported. Well, yeah. Look, it's very interesting and it's it's a little bit heartbreaking, I suppose, to mm. think that people are keeping these problems so shrouded. Um, I'm sure it's something that we'll come back to time and time again. Sharani Bola, thank you very much for joining thank us you on so much. Limerick Today. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.